Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 27. That is 27. Yeesh. 27. Yeesh. Uh, of GQ, a wrestling podcast. Uh, this week we've got some we got some stuff to talk about. Uh, we have two pay-per-views to discuss. We've got some interesting comings and goings on. So we're just going to hop right into it. Uh, we're going to get this started. And here we go. Welcome back to another episode of GQ Wrestling Podcast, where literally... Anything can happen, because with the new way we're doing this, who knows what the hell's going to happen. Right? I'm in danger. <laughs> I'm in danger. Welcome back. Uh, we took last week off because we were going to supposed to be thankful for people. Were you thankful? Yeah. For what? Food. Oh, fatty. I like to eat. No, you don't. Are you fat? Kind of. Uh, me too. Chubby in the good section. Chonky. Chonky? What's your favorite? What was the favorite thing you had? Um, so, Andy's brother, Joe. Joe! We went to their, we went to his place for first, Thanksgiving. First, cu- first family Thanksgiving for him. And <clears throat> his brother-in-law smoked two turkey breasts. Ooh. Smoky, smoky. Oh, dude, they were so good. good. Really? Holy crap. Really? Hmm. And uh, we made a veggie tray and. uh, Oh, a meat and cheese tray. Meat and cheese. Because we just, I mean, we just, we went just easy just because. Yeah, well, yeah, it's just easier. And then, I mean, we've got. Friendsgiving coming up this weekend. Woo! Oh, that's all I can talk about. We are... Good lord. We're making a lot. Food? Yeah, we're making mashed potatoes, deviled eggs. For uh, Sunday? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, Also bringing a veggie tray and meat and cheese and my sparkling personality... I have stuff so fabulous. Uh, yeah, how was your Thanksgiving? You were I was you were in Tejas. I was in the not hot at all Texas with the fam. It was good. It's always good to get a fresh little breather from everything in the world. It was nice to <clears throat> for the kids to see their grandparents, their pappy and nanny. It's always good to have them having a fun time with them. I loved it. And great, great grandma, big sexy, great big sexy. Oh, I love her to death. Even though she's just sometimes she's just a little too much. She is a sparkling ball of sunshine. I don't love her to death. But I had some amazing conversations with her behind the scenes that oh. I no one else heard. And they honestly, and she knows it. And if she ever heard this, she would be a great. She would. She would hate it. But my gosh, she is one of the most racist people I've ever heard. Like. <laughs> She said something not like to me. We were at an outlet ball, and she just goes, "God, I'm feeling more uh, less and less American these days because I don't see any Americans around." Jesus. I was like, I looked at her. I went, "My God, stop! Don't say that!" <laughs> wow. <laughs> it made me laugh, but it was a good time seeing her. Uh, same family. Yeah. Um, food was always it's always good. My uh, my dad made 
the, the typical things. He made my favorite cornbread casserole. I loved it. It tasted so delicioso. But then coming back on Sunday and then back to normal reality. Woo! Yay work. Yay work? You like work? No. I, I mean, I do. It pays my bills and stuff. You have bills? I thought we just got to live this life for free. God, I wish. Can we imagine how easy that would be? It'd be nice. I mean, yeah. Would it? Yeah. Would it? Maybe. Huh, fair enough. But you like like a like the fellow compadre over here said we had a quite a busy, I would say pay per view premium live event weekends uh, back to back. I mean, we had full gear the weekend before Thanksgiving, and then mm -hmm. the Thanksgiving tradition Survivor <laughs> Series War Games. You said it wrong. You got to say it like you got to say it like you mean it. From the bottom of your belly. War games. Oh my god, you sound so ferocious. <laughs> you sound so ferocious. My war face. This is my war face. Uh, yeah. So <clears throat> it was. I, I thought. So obviously, they did this back to back. Do we uh, start with full gear? I would think we need to start with full gear and then go on to um Survivor Series. Right. So. We did some predictions for what could be match of the night, and we knew what match of the night was going to be. Hangman and Swerve. Hangman and Swerve. It was honestly more bloody than I was anticipating. It was a. It was great. Like from head to toe, starting off with Nana and his dancers coming around, just moving and grooving with the shoulders and the arms and oh, jumping. Dude, I love it. Prince Nana and his Nana ways to Hangman Adam Page literally drinking <laughs> Swerve Strickland's blood. Oh, good. <laughs> that was the third time he had hepatitis. <laughs> I mean, like, straight up, grabbed his head, held it over his face, and just squeezed. God. You don't want to lick blood. You don't want to have a taste of iron. I can taste pennies. I was gonna say, do you, do you taste? Do you taste good old Abe in your mouth? Ugh. It was. It, like, it was so good, though. I, you know, it would be hard to even try to describe the best way of putting it. It was just two grown men on the same page for the exact same goal to make everybody realize there's a championship match today. Well, yeah, because you well, would never even know. They're, well, that and they don't like each other. Genuinely. Like, genuinely. Outside of yeah. the ring. Genuinely. Like, they they have a disdain for one another. And it sometimes, as we've known from the past of wrestling, that makes the matches better. Yeah. Especially when you're stiff. Yeah. Jericho knows those pretty damn well. Yeah. Having good stiff matches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like you said, there's there was a lot that went on. Um, not that anything matters when it comes to the ROH, but ROH World Championship. Does anyone care about Eddie Kingston? I, there are like, some... You know, really, though? Here's like, the thing. We've, we've talked about it. Eddie has this weird... 
hobo following of people. It's because people feel bad for him. Is it because he looks homeless? It, it's, yeah, I mean, he looks like a guy that you would see sleeping in a box in an alley in New York City. Gut hanging out. Gut hanging out. Always shaved. Just straight up homeless. But he, yeah. he just, he, I. Evidently, people like the heart and soul of the man. But we also know that he is not going to win the Continental Classic. What if they did? Like, seriously, what, what if they did? What if they said yes? Over the likes of Brian Danielson, Swerve Strickland, Jay White. I, I, yeah. Brody King. I, I, like I said. I, I, Daniel Garcia. Mr. Hip Thruster himself. I mean, <clears throat> of the one likability and two popularity... Of all of the people in this round robin tournament, right? He's at the bottom. The only reason he's there is because he's on the part of his contract where he has to be there for three months in a row. One, one. He's one step above the absolute bottom. You know who's at the absolute bottom? Who? Papers, 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 papers came in. Oh. Jonathan Muxley. He 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 wrestled too. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> um, well, let's put it this way: we did see a match uh, of of relativity of MJF and Samoa Joe defeating the Gun Club to retain the titles for the ROH Tag Team Championships. What we both thought is that they were going to give them back to the Guns, and we were wrong. I was kind of surprised. I really was. Yeah. Now they're going to progress that Samoa Joe storyline and possibly... Well, we, we saw the progression on Wednesday. Yeah. Well, hey, I got you. I got you. Don't man, we're going to... I got you. <clears throat> uh, we had the trios match of Sting, Darby, and Adam versus the patriarchy of Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne. Gross. Who else thought it was weird to see Adam Copeland with face paint? The outside showed what was on the inside. Walking corpse. Sting? Him too. Darby? Yeah. Nick Wayne? Who? Yes. Excuse you. Uh-huh. There's a bird here? Yeah. Where? Over there. Who? Exactly. We did have the Orange Cassidy, John Moxley match. I don't like this match. I didn't care for this match. And I was more pissed. I was more pissed that Cassidy won. Stop. No. Hold it back. As much as you like to say anything that hits your brain, hold it back. Your boy is still the champion. International of champions. Yeah. Dumb. I don't get it. There's That's a lost title. It's a stupid <laughs> title. I hate the title. We move on. He is wearing his Orange Cassidy jacket right now. If, if it looked like a bedazzled jock strap that itches constantly, then yes. You should have that checked out. They give you a cream for that. Nah, I like the burn. Gross. You know, us gingers like feeling pain. Timeless Tony Storm is a national treasure. And also the AEW Women's Champion. Like we predicted. 
We did say that. And to be fair, even though there was uh, shenaniganry, I told you. And not going to lie, putting that putting that metal plate in her ass worked well. <laughs> that was weird. She literally, like, she had the shoe and she used the shoe. Watch. She did the shoe, used the shoe, used other things. But then when she had her little henchman come around the corner. Luther. And say, here you go, madam. And using the tray and putting it in her ass cheek. And the whole world, if you're not blind and you have to read with Braille, could see this giant silver tray hanging out of her tights. Right. It wasn't like, oh, it's really hidden well. No. no. She didn't put it in her tights. She put it in the fishnets outside of her tights. The fishnets were under her tights. Yeah. Think about that. All of this is just hanging out for the it world. It was just bad. But funny. Because now we have a lunatic, crazy human being as our women's world championship champion <laughs> and only wrestling. Yeah. With the black and white min uh, minuets and everything. And da 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 da. Right. Here's the weirdest thing of the night. Julia Hart. No. Oh. That was nice. I like seeing that. I actually called that too. Yeah. I was pretty happy with it. No, it was the fatal four-way ladder match with Ricky Starks, Big Bill, FTR, Kings of the Black Throne, and La Faccione. Ig oh, God. Ignorable. Ignorable. I can never say it right. It hurts. <clears throat> here's, my, here's my thing. That was a dumb ending. Well, yeah. I honestly thought they were going to give it to somebody else. I they, really did. They should have. Who in the, in particular? Besides the, I, the kings of the Black Throne. Yeah. Malachi and Brody King. Dude, Brody King trying to break that ladder. Twice. 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 I was so upset for him because the second one, he slid off straight on his tailbone. And he just laid there. Yeah. He's like, I'm done. That was, that was a... Oh! Moment. That's it's I thought you said like try on my ass it hurts. Right. I mean he, he, that was that was watching that was painful. Yeah, there were some good highlighted moments, but overall the outcome should never have been Ricky Starks and Big Bill, but now they're gonna push it. Push it real good. And but push it real good. <laughs> No, then uh, obviously the shock surprise of Julia Hart beating Chris Statlander is a big deal because now they're going to push a storyline where we said, this is your time to shine, honey. You are now the champion. Right. But I did see a tweet uh, yesterday from the doctor herself mm -hmm. saying that she has had zero minutes talking, doing any mics, at all this year. Think about it. She has not had a moment in the squared circle this year. Speaking. <clears throat> you know who else hasn't? Who? Jamie Hader. I miss her. Yeah. Hey! Don't you say that! I love her. Yeah. I love her. Yeah, yeah. I would. I'm so happy about it. Anyways, the biggest weird match of the night was the Golden Jets and the Young Bucks. 
Yeah, that was... <clears throat> I think we're going to get a new faction. Of Kenny and no, Chris? Nope. 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 Young Bucks. Because they're, they're going to... Because they're... They're not technically heels. They're anti-heels. But... They are MJF. Something is going to happen. Really? And we are going to get a full heel turn from the Young Bucks. And it'll be them and... I don't know. They may go plucking back with the old... uh, QT, maybe? No. Did you hear about QT today? Yeah, he... Well, it wasn't today. It was a couple days ago. But it... Where he stepped... He's leaving. He's, he's out of AEW. Of he's yeah. done at the because end of, the of year. <clears throat> because of lack of direction from no, not lack of direction. He's not liking the direction they're going. Yeah, which puts a lot of things in perspective of where people are in the AEW locker room. That's really scary. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a producer. He well he was was yeah a producer, and they are. Uh, anyways, who's who would you think Matt and Nick would even? Have a faction with? I don't. I don't even know. Well, obviously it'll be Brandon Cutler. <laughs> well, he's got to ice him down. But he doesn't really. He doesn't really count. I honestly, I don't know. But <clears throat> with Kenny doing this stuff with Jericho, uh, he, for all intents and purposes, it kind of feels like. Well, for one, it feels like Jericho has, like, coerced Kenny into doing this. Like, he doesn't, it doesn't feel like Kenny wants to be Jericho's tag team partner. It kind of feels like a blackmail situation. Like, Jericho has something on Kenny and you're going to do whatever I say or I'll release the pictures. Right. (laughs) Right. The peg party. (laughs) I've I've got pictures of your wife. (laughs) <laughs> in, a, in a compromised position she but, was really feeling entangled at the moment but uh I mean Soraya <clears throat> anyway <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what you but, call that's what you call a vanilla swirl um no I honestly I I feel like we're we're probably it and it might not be a faction it might just be the young bucks giving the bird to Omega like you know what Go fuck yourself. Right. Who knows? Who does know? Now, we did see something that night. We got to see Adam Cole in the flesh. Yeah, that was weird. His beard's weird. <laughs> you don't like homeless, homeless Adam? I do not particularly you- care for the homeless Adam Cole. Bebe. That too. It was really funny. Well, during the ROH tag match, when he came out as a distractionary piece, obviously. Right. And then when Max, uh, quote-unquote, couldn't compete and couldn't do it anymore, and then Adam was going <clears> to <throat> take his place and well, fight one-legged. See, he's, like, he's legitimately hurt, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got a, a partially torn labrum. Ah. He dislocated his hip, and his knee's messed up. 
I heard, uh, I heard dislocated hip, and I was just like, oh, God. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God, why? Here's my thing. Can you imagine, you know, dislocating your hip? No. No, I cannot. It's probably excruciatingly painful. Yeah. That, uh... Well, you know, that's that's one of those... <clears throat> that's that's one of those joints in your body that if you dislocate it, <laughs> uh, you it, it's it's almost like your shoulder. Oh yeah, I'm aware. Almost needs like a surgery to re to repair it. If you get it, if you don't get it repaired, it's gonna constantly hurt you. And if you do get it repaired, you're gonna become a bionic man. Yeah, you're 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 looking at a new ball and socket. I love a good ball and socket. Uh, <laughs> oh, excuse me. excuse you, sir. My goodness gracious. Do you have... Well, you had some manners. You did say, excuse me. Uh, anywho's, uh, so that goes into the final match with uh, Maxwell Jacob Freeman versus Jay White for the AEW World Championship. This was literally the worst Jay White match I've ever seen. I, it was bad. I sat here thinking, <clears throat> I have seen Jay White wrestle at, uh, at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. I've seen him do legendary matches. And then this being his big championship match at his new promotion. Yeah. It just didn't give me Jay White feels. It gave me... It gave me... I'm going through the motions like feels. Yeah. Well, and, you know, with, with Max being hurt, uh, I, I will say that Jay White did a very good job of taking care of Max. He did. He did. No, he knew what he was However, doing. this match was garbage. Yeah. And we even said beforehand, the only, there's, the only person that's going to take the belt off of Max is currently hurt. Yeah, it's and he looks like a homeless guy. Yeah, and it's not Eddie Kingston. No, because Eddie Kingston's healthy. He's not hurt. Like, I, I wouldn't say. I believe okay. his. I believe his cholesterol levels oh, shows okay. differently. Okay, sir. he's he's not on the injured list. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know, I really wanted a really good match. I did. I wanted a good Maxwell Jacob Freeman match. Yeah, unfortunately, we didn't get that. And that's fine. We knew the the newest challenger was to be that. Now I was expecting thoroughly that we were going to see the devil. The devil. And then we ended up seeing the devil on dynamite. Yeah. And the horrible miscue. Did you catch that? How bad the blackness of the screen was for a solid like what felt like a minute. Oh, are you talking about dynamite from yesterday? Uh huh. Yes. Um. <clears throat> I honestly, I was like. Uh, well, it appears that we've lost video feed, and then... Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Now, like, the fuck is going yeah. on? And we're going to get a tag team match with the devil next week. No, versus the unknown. It's like the raw anonymous general manager. So what I'm thinking is, is... <clears throat> so obviously Joe and Max are probably going to win. <laughs> I hope, right? Um... And I think something, they're going to try to unmask these guys, and I think they're going to fail miserably. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, they're, they're going to fail miserably at 
unmasking the quote unquote unknown. Okay. What happened, so? I don't know. <laughs> Max poops his pants. He might. He yeah. might. And they're like, whoa, 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 time out, time out. I shit myself. I gotta go. <laughs> don't we do that every day, though? Or he, like, or Max walks away and just leaves Joe out there by himself. Like, ah, oh, sucks to suck. I'm hurt. You I'm might not... you might want me at 100% for our match at the end of December, but I hope you get both of your legs broken. You know what's so funny about that pay-per-view coming up in December? It's it's another pay-per-view in Long Island, New York. Yeah. And the home of Friedman on what is his last technical pay-per-view because 2024, he's making the decision. Well, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know when his contract is actually up. Up. Up, up? And away. And away we go? Chickens. Do you like chickens? Sometimes. If they're dead. And fried? Yes. Ooh, ooh I love some good fried. It is me. actually set to expire January 1st. Really? Yep. So, when he redid that contract, the, the, the summer of, of, of Max, of him being all, you're going to pay me my money and then come back and be the devil, da 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 he purposely said, I want it to end on January 1st. Interesting. So, here's the best part. Does he win on the final pay-per-view and take the belt? I mean, I don't I don't think they're going to... Well, I mean, obviously, they're not going to let him... He He's still going to show up. He has to. Because he... Uh, it, it, he'll, he'll just be a non-contracted, quote-unquote, free agent. All right. No, of course. Um, but that is the end of AEW's full gear. The, the what we quote Lilla, what we call the staple four uh, pay-per-views of the year before they went to this twelve pay-per-view a year schedule, which right. I still am heavily, heavily, heavily disagree on. But because they love money, that's what they're gonna do. I love money. I do too, but you're gonna fight in a pay-per-view 12 months out of the year where you're only doing four previously? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, well, you're making millions. Right, right. Well, with that being said, we're gonna take our first break uh, with this portion, and we're gonna go right into the next one of Survivor Series, and then we're gonna go back to what we were doing before and having some fun. We'll let you right back. Welcome back to another section of GQ, the wrestling podcast. Yay. We're going right into Survivor Series. Yay. You want to be a human torpedo in a can on the top of the ring? Dude, that was amazing. <laughs> that was awesome. Also, <laughs> followed shortly thereafter by one of the most picture-perfect moonsaults in the business, from the queen, Charlotte Flair. Uh-huh. Ooh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, honestly, though, I thought, overall, I thought that the pay-per-view itself, just in general, speaking historically... Say that this is your favorite pay-per-view. 
speaking historically, with a war games start or opening and closing right. the show for one is amazing. Yeah, top notch. And on top of that, not only was the backstabber in the main event <laughs> in the match that his father created, yeah, kind of, yeah. but to have a flare in the opening match and have a rose in War Games from WCW days was awesome. Yeah. Because you have, I mean, historically, if you look back at WCW in War Games, nine times out of ten, there were horsemen yeah. in that cage. Yeah. Yeah. And off, quite often, there was a Rhodes on the other side. Whether it was Dusty or Dustin, right? there was always a Rhodes and a Flair. That's crazy to think. Right? That's so crazy to think. Um, I love it, but... <clears throat> I just... Historically speaking, the... Seeing, once again, a Flair and a Rhodes inside their own respective War Games matches was top-notch. It was a good match. Overall, you saw the quote-unquote squashing of beef between Charlotte and Becky. That hug, though, that, that was... There's still animosity. There. I, I think there is... But did you watch the presser after? I did watch it. They were they were chatty and happy together. Uh, well, Be uh, Becky teared up. She, she did. She choked up pretty hard. And I, I honestly, I, I feel like both parties have grown up. Well, they've had. Well, but think quite about a bit. it. Think since since their little their little feud that they had, they both got married. She uh, Becky's had kids. Life has changed and gotten. More real. Sometimes the pettiness has to go. <clears throat> well, yeah, and I, I, I think, like I said, I, I think both parties have grown up. And there is a lot to that, though, too. Yes, Becky had uh, a sex trophy. <clears throat> Charlotte got married to Andrade. El Idolo! Anyway. Um, <clears throat> so it, uh, so it, 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 it speaks to a lot of the history of the war games match, but it also shows because, well, because in WCW, there was a top on the cage. Right. But, uh, the, yeah. yeah. but yeah, no, the, the trash can spot, <laughs> Um, and you could tell, like, she, she was quite hesitant. Wouldn't you? Because she, she couldn't see. Wouldn't you be? I don't know. Nah. I don't know where I'm landing. Full send. You're just standing on the top. Hey! Woo! <laughs> and then you, and then you land ahead first and you go, what happened? Why am I in a hospital? St. Peter? <laughs> when did you get down to earth? <laughs> so I, I that's that's just where I land on it. I and obviously the 
the finish to the women's match was apropos, I feel. With the disarmor and the figure eight. Well, and it was the, the manhandle slam through the table. That was impressive. And uh, seeing Becky pin Bailey, who... Part of the four horsewomen. Yeah. And the other one can just stay away. Well, even did you notice? Did you hear Michael Cole even say that? And we have three of the four horsewomen from when they came in. And I'm like... <laughs> from Yeah, from NXT. And I, I was just like, yeah, yeah, and the other one will never come back. She has issues of her own accord. She did. She... She's a walking issue. Personal feelings aside. Talking about. Personal feelings aside, already. No, uh, no I'm, I'm talking... That's all business. She is... She is a walking liability for that company. And then we had the <clears throat> Master of Slaps himself versus the A-lister. Did you hear... That slap to Mrs. Chest. Which one? The very first one. Oh, yeah. It just... It... This match was... Well, honestly, both matches in between the War Games matches were popcorn matches. They were. They they were just Uh, setting up for it. Gunter versus The Miz... I don't feel was even like a. It was it was there. I what for I, the sake of being there. what I called it was a rung in the ladder of Gunter. He beat another all time great intercontinental champion. So he solidified <clears throat> he solidified his reign farther than I, where he's at currently. I feel as though he will. I honestly, I think we might see double champion Gunter for what other title? Well, I obviously he's going to win the Royal Rumble. You think so? Yeah. Really? Why not? I don't know. I have a feeling they're going to do it to a person that we don't want to talk about. They said this on Busted Open. Fucking Tommy Dreamer. (laughs) I lost. A little bit of respect. You respect the Tommy Dreamer? I fucking love Tommy Dreamer. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> I lost a little bit of respect for Tommy Dreamer this week. Why? Uh, because he talked about... Uh, it, so it was him, Silva... And Billy. And Bully Ray. Yep. And uh, he... <clears throat> me off if we're if we're being <laughs> honest because uh, they were talking about well you know royal the the rumble's coming up right and you know what's his face came back yeah we'll talk about that oh our truth yep 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 um that's what, what hunter said and he be pronouns pal uh <laughs> tommy dreamer predicted uh, that the walking cancer that is CM Punk uh-huh. predicted him to win the Rumble, yep. go on to WrestleMania in Philly, uh-huh. 
of all places. Oh, Philadelphia. And dethrone the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Yeah. Yeah. I almost threw up. Yeah. Guess what? We'll we'll talk. We'll talk later about Mr. I almost threw up. We'll talk. All over the place. Get ready. Get ready. Um, I, I don't think, one, don't think that he deserves that kind of push. No, but again. Um, it, I don't know. I don't know. But you Tommy, to, knock it off. But you seem to think that Gunter's going to win the Royal Rumble. Yes. Uh, he is the, uh, I mean, realistically, he is the odds on favorite to win. <sighs> I mean, I don't, I don't know why we're talking about Royal Rumble, uh, aside from it's the next pay-per-view, but, um, oh, wow, <clears throat> it is, isn't it? Yeah. Weird. No, I, I just, we were talking about Gunter and has, has his dominance that is the Intercontinental Championship. But they I, did say, though, on the on the presser afterwards, you know, they were asking him questions and they thought, you know, now that you've been in, you know, Miz, how do you feel about everything that you're going through? Da, 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 da. And he goes, I'm, I am who I am. And I have said, well, I and, am. And they, and they asked him, well, who's next? He's like, that's not up to me. No, it's not. He's like, it's. Everybody needs to get in line, basically. And then the Miz was like, "Hi, I'm at the front of the line," and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, "No, the fuck you're not." Technically, he's not. You go to the back of the bus, son. Well, that's unless it's like an AEW thing where AEW does that. You know, if you lose, you go back to the back of the line and right. go over the next way. <clears throat> but WWE's been, you know, the the way that it is is that like, I want my rematch. Well, Bronson, you, it'll be. Bronson. I'm sorry. Ivar. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, Bronson Reed. I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. Sir. 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 I. I am. I think you're mistaken. Are we going to disrupt the ASMR during this podcast think, right now? I think. Is that, is that what's happening? I think you're mistaken. Uh, believe uh, if I heard correctly that uh, on he's on the- trying to mess with the listeners' hearing right now because he knows. That what he is attempting to say before I interrupted him, he knows that it pisses me off. And listen here, people. I get it! He's big! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my god. Everyone, he's big. Yes! Bronson Reed. Also, the light on the microphone went red. Oh, red, it's like freaking like, stop screaming at me! <laughs> it did? Oh, yeah, look at that. It's back to green now. Well, I don't know how cool, but... Um, here's... Yeah, he is... I, I, it makes me laugh every time when I see the word Big Bronx read on the screen. I digress. We had a puff piece, really big puff piece match of Dragon Lee and Santos Escobar. We did? Evidently. I must have gotten up to get something to eat or something during that match. And then we saw the, the, the total massacre of Zoe Stark dying from Rhea Ripley. Yes. Because, again, who's going to beat her? Because after what I heard on the presser, the the newest acquisition in the female ring, yes. it ain't going to be her anytime soon. No. 
and it makes us laugh because what have we said about her for so long? She wasn't ready. Oh my God. They gave her a title and they gave her time to be a champion and play Goldberg for so long that you have the same three moves and then you're done and no one else knows how to wrestle you. Then you're going to go to NXT where they're going to make you become the wrestler you're supposed to be. And she wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. You could tell. And even Paul, you could see it in his face, the disappointment because he, he quote unquote stole He stole their biggest acquisition in the female reign when in reality, you did us a favor. (coughs) You did AEW a favor. You did us all a favor. You took her off TV. Yeah, and she's going to die down in NXT for who knows how long. I would say it it will be at least six months before we see her in a ring. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even in the ring, she's got to. She's got to get. She's got to have the stamina build. She's got to be able to book a fifteen-minute match. And right now, she can barely make five. Right. She. I mean, that and she's got to. She literally has to relearn how to take a bump because the rings are different. Oh. Yeah. How to how to run the ropes because mm-hmm. guess what? Rings the ropes are different. Yep. 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 The the ring itself, a WWE ring is bigger it is and you never realize that until you like look at it and go oh yeah it is bigger yeah it is bigger uh but no i'm i'm glad that she's not on tv i'm glad that paul finally said something i'm glad that he finally had or that he had the you know the wherewithal between him and Sean to look at her and go, no, you, you need, you need help work. Yeah. We're going to tear you completely down Mm -hmm. and relearn you everything. Yeah, pretty much. Then we had the men's war games match. It didn't disappoint. It never does. It did not disappoint at all. And actually, I like the way they went in. I the the perfect entrances for both. I love the the animosity between Drew and Damian. Yeah, I thought that was palpable. I think that could be a great rivalry between each other. Yeah, it, it could. It could be a really great one. Yeah. Um, and then going back and forth, and then Dom getting absolutely booed out of the arena. Well, and then they just beat the shit out of him. Yes, they did. And it. Not gonna lie. Delightful. <clears throat> well, and then the uh, how about the so okay, Dom comes in and Judgment Day just absolutely destroys Seth Rollins. They all absolutely kill him. And then the time expires. Yep. And we're like, where is he? Who is it? Who's it gonna be? Even though we know it's Randy, we're just waiting. Like, where is Randall? Where is he? This is my boo tower. Well, and she, there wasn't even any music. She just came running like. Running. Running. Sprinting. And even Damien. Do you like Damien's face? He was yeah. like, ah, like, yes. Bring me my briefcase. And they were, I, 
it was that was all i mean it was legitimately almost a cash in close and then you hear i hear voices in my head and he randy came out what was our first words i was like he looks good he he looked healthy yeah he looked so healthy well and i i looked at andy i said holy crap he is jacked i have he's never been that big ever no he's always been the lean muscle Uh guy not the show muscle guy i I mean he yeah no he is been working he is jacked and it's it's nice to see one it's nice to see him healthy yeah, after okay. getting spinal fusion. Double spinal yeah. fusion. It, it, and he's being, been gone for a year and a half. Being gone 18 months. And, you know, you would you would see the occasional thing on Instagram or on Twitter. Like, but hey, was, I'm at the performance center. But it was never him. Yeah, no, no. no. It was his wife. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And then we started seeing pictures of him walking out of the performance center. And pictures of him with talent yeah and pictures of him doing stuff in the ring yeah and it's like okay he's getting ready he's he's getting ready and then it's like wait okay so he's not coming back in saudi arabia no because that would be dumb yeah it's like oh wait a minute wait wait just a minute wait 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 a minute wait wait survivor series is coming <laughs> and it's like, okay, so we're doing a five on five. Yep, that's it. That's it. Get him in. Get it's, him in. Yep. <clears throat> Wait, I went too far. I forgot the single-handed best return of the night. It's our truth. Our truth. He just he he popped up. He was he was just trying to pick up some crisps. Hadn't seen hide nor hair of this man i i saw him on tiktok that's all you ever <clears> saw he hadn't they never saw him at the performance center not seen him doing anything else nothing he was just doing tiktok lives and he would just and he just popped up he's like hello for crisps for crisps not chips crisps. And, it, and it was like our truth's back yes and if you go back to watch the presser with with paul they go everybody we we got to see the greatest the biggest return happened tonight. Our truth is back. Our truth is back. And everybody was really, they laughed. It was fun. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> really? Uh, to be fair, Paul? we're going to see our truth more on television than we are going to see the guy I'm going to talk about and not Randall. Logan Paul? We'll see him too. With that being said, we're going to finish up the War Games match. It was a really good War Games match. It was a great War Games match. It just, honestly, it was uh, the the whole uh, where he pushed uh, Jay, uh, Randy pushed Jay, and you realize he's going to turn and pound his fists on the ground because he wants to take out Jay at some point because they were the ones that injured him. Well, they're good now. Well, after Jay, you know, right. super kicks. <clears throat> well, and even, even on Raw, like, Jay, they get talked in the back, yeah. Jay came up and he's like, listen, man. I'm sorry. It happened. About what happened. And Randy's like, you're out of the bloodline. We're good. Yeah. He has issues with the bloodline. That's it. Yeah. So it was good to see that, you know, dynamic. 
We and we all know how Seth and Cody don't get along. And that is real life. They still to this day don't like each they other. don't. They will. You ever wonder if Seth is the problem? I thought about that the other day. That was a question I had for the last portion of the. Okay, we'll cover that then. Because that was one of my notes. Uh, Seth and Cody today they don't get along at all. Um, but they did it for the match, and it's awesome for them. Right. Kudos to them. Uh, then you just have Sammy, who just existed there. I, he, he was just... He was there. He was there. He was there. The uh, the pentuple hanging DDT yeah. was amazing. Yeah. I was laughing at... Uh, there was when Randy did the his, the first one, when he got uh, McDonough up on the ropes, and he goes, Ah! Ah! And he falls yeah. back, and I'm like, "The hell's wrong with you?" He's you know him. He's having he's having a time. He honestly, <clears throat> and you know, you know he's having fun <laughs> when he's making grunt sounds. Yeah, when he's when he's doing the stupid little blah blah. <laughs> just that stupid shit that he does. <laughs> you know he's having a good time. I think right now, and it's it's great to see it. I I would hope if if his body lasts. He did say he he wants to last as long as he possibly can. I think. I think they want him to break Flair's record. What record are you talking about? Um, the sixteen-time world heavyweight champion. He's at thirteen, uh, thirteen or fourteen. I think fourteen. Yeah, because I know Paul, him Paul's and Paul are close. Paul's at, Paul's at thirteen. Randy's at fourteen. Yes. Now that means he'd have to beat both Flair and John because they're both tied. Uh, can you imagine Randy getting? Four more championship spots. Three. Well, even then, he's got to get. He's got to get. He's going to lose one. He has to lose them all to get those title reigns. So. Well, he'd have to lose. He'd have to lose twice. That's crazy to me. And then he could retire as the world heavyweight champion. Can you imagine him getting that many title shots? Yeah. It'd be interesting. I'll tell you. That I'd much. like to see him be the one that beats Seth. Oh, I didn't even think about Seth. I was thinking about Roman. It won't be Roman. Um. But, you know, War Games, I thought Survivor Series was probably the best one I've ever seen. Minus, so if you take out the middle matches and just leave War Games, that's all you had, great, great pay-per-view. Yeah. It wasn't my favorite, in my opinion. You love Survivor Series. My favorite one's coming up. I love Royal Rumble. And then... I also love Royal Rumble. It might, my fair ever staples are going to be Money in the Bank, Royal Rumble. I, I just have always loved those. And I've I'll always loved Elimination Chamber. I don't know why. I just really like Elimination Chamber. You just like the road to WrestleMania. I really do. Don't get me wrong. Like, the road to SummerSlam's cool, but <clears> WrestleMania <throat> is just so, something else. I, that's a bucket list. So, WrestleMania is, obviously, it is the showcase. Yes, for myself. It's sports entertainment at its best. Right. right now, in that company... SummerSlam is the professional wrestlers WrestleMania. Professional wrestling fans WrestleMania. Yeah. Because you have... Yes, there are some good matches at WrestleMania. These are the big 
marquee matches. These are the ones that you put up on the marquee. It's mm -hmm. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Right, 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 right. Or it's Seth Rollins versus fucking Finn Balor. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But it's those are the those are the big bright lights fairy tale ending style matches. <clears throat> Again. Now, yeah. SummerSlam is where Brian Danielson won his first heavyweight title. Yep. Uh it's 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 more of a uh, I do believe that Bruce Pritchard calls SummerSlam the WrestleMania of Marks. <laughs> which I agree. So it's it's Markamania, essentially. But uh it that's basically it's yeah. yeah. It, it is what it is. Yeah. Um with that being said, that's gonna that's the end of Survivor Series, because I'm gonna hold back and wait to talk about the last thing that happened at Survivor Series when we come back from the break. You have fun talking about that. <laughs> we'll be right back. refuse to talk about it no well here okay so ladies and gentlemen we uh if you watch survivor series even if you watch monday night raw you got to see the re-re-return of cm punk aka phil brooks after war games was over you know wwe was in remission for 10 years okay now their cancer's back. Hey. He's a walking tumor. He's a walking tumor. Um, so, Get out! So there's a lot to... There's a lot to debrief. Is there? No. Right. There's... There's a... There's really not... Oh, hold on. So, here's, here's where I'm at with this whole Phil Brooks coming back. Anyway, it's it's apparent that no one knew it was going to happen. It was made very apparent that no one wants him there in that ring. Everybody in that ring because his music hit and uh Rollins went nuts inside of the ring. He literally was pacing back and forth. Like there was a guy that had a cell phone shot of him going back and forth. He's looking at Cody and you read his lips. Did you fucking know? Did you know? And Cody put his hands up. I don't know anything. And uh, you saw people trying to embrace him a little bit. Oh, Randy had a, had a different approach. Uh, 
Randy grabbed a folding chair and just sat down in the ring. It's because he doesn't care. Randy just was like, ah. Randy just Randy. Randy's Randy. So then uh, he, you know, Phil walks around, goes and hugs the people of Chicago, da 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 da. Uh, then they never show back to, to the ring. They only have a, a shot of Punk at an angle where he's looking at all of them. And then he waves, does the little ta-da, like I'm here kind of a thing. And then the amateur videos start coming out of people pointing it at Seth. And he's just giving them the double birds. He's saying, fuck you. I can't bog you, motherfucker. Like he is going. Michael Cole and Corey Graves holding him back. Like, don't get me wrong. Like we know Michael Cole is one of like the higher ups with WWE. So he knew, he also knew what was going on because there was a video that showed that he was cueing the music and doing the things from the announce desk. But it's not like Michael and Corey to go to the front to walk out with the wrestlers. They were holding good old Colby uh, Lopez back because he's been on the record for years. Like when he came back, when like when Punk showed up on that after SmackDown show or smacking talking smack, uh, and he showed up, and then a couple weeks later, uh, they interviewed Seth, and Seth was like, "He's not here. If he was here, he'd be wrestling, not being a mark and hanging out on the on the Fox show. You want to fight? I'm here. I'm here." And then all throughout the years, like recently when he was having his issues with AEW, and they interviewed him with his, his cowboy hat. And he goes, ah, oh, well, Phil's on there. Ah, Philly Phil, stay away. Yeah. And the guy was shocked. And he goes, you don't like Philly? He goes, no, never have been really pointed about this. I have never stayed away. You are a cancer. Stay away. So then you t- you're taking one of the top tiers in wrestling, a Seth Rollins, who's one of your big champions in your promotion and you don't tell him you're bringing back a guy that you do not care for. Imagine how well that goes because the very next night, Oh, sorry, not Monday. It was at a house show. He, he was at a house. Oh no, Sunday night. He wrestled at a house show in Peoria Sunday night and they were all chanting CM Punk. He, He laid it out there and said, go ahead. Get it out. That was on Raw. No, he had another one at Peoria. On the, there was an <laughs> amateur video of him saying, I'm going to let it happen. He's here. But I don't have to like him. I don't have to be nice to him. He's here. Yep. Now, the world had a lot of mixed reactions, more for the favorable of, of Punk returning back to WWE. Because evidently... This is where the road was leading to, that they wanted him to come back to WWE. The fans have wanted to see him come back to WWE for years. They did? I'm fans. Are you? Well, one fan. There you go. You're a singular fan. But for seven years, he was gone from wrestling. He was. He was gone from wrestling for seven years. Then they made it a point, you know, people, anytime they were back in Chicago, they would chant CM Punk. People wanted Phil back in wrestling again, but they wanted him in different promotions. So when he made his debut in AEW, 
don't get me wrong. I was a CM Punk guy. I loved him. I think I thought he what was true on the screen. He was the voice, the voiceless. He was anti-establishment. Like he was going to make sure people knew who he was. And I loved the old Phil. Well, now the voiceless have found a voice, and a lot of the quote-unquote voiceless don't care for him. It and it's very evident. So when AEW didn't work out, and what has been said now that. Nick did not reach out to Punk. Punk reached out to Nick Khan the day of Survivor Series. Can I have my job? And he said, I know what you've seen. I know whatever happened, happened. But I would like to come home. And Nick only talked to Paul. Because it's been also made point out that they didn't clear it with Endeavor. They made a personal decision, signed him, made it official, and then Endeavor <clears throat> found out the same time we all found out. Well, and I, I feel like with WWE is still running WWE stuff. Yep. Endeavor is just the, the parent company. They're not, you know, they're not micromanaging signings and whatnot. They're essentially just there to make sure that everything lands in the black. Right. So, when Punk comes out and you notice visibly everybody's upset, what we didn't see before even that, we saw a really, really pissed off um, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, he just, he straight up walked out. When the pin happened, he got, he, he uncharacteristically got up without having any pain, up, out, and walked. Yeah. He did an Austin Aries with John Morrison and Impact. Yes. Yep. Because he was laying there. One, two, three on McDonough. Bing, bing, bing. Up, out, and there was video. There was video of him just storming. And then it, what was said is that he went to his room, grabbed his stuff, bolted. Didn't tell anybody where he was going. He just was done. Yeah. So, you know, he means he got in his car and drove to the Peoria House show and just went to his hotel for the night. Because he was done. Yeah. It's very evident. It's very evident that Drew McIntyre's pissed off. And they're not going to pay him. Don't blame him. They're not going to pay him. They might. I don't think they will. I <clears throat> think he's going to end up leaving. To go to Impact? Hell, I don't know. Fuck, go to New Japan at this point. Could. He could do it. But, with that being said, either way, Punk's back in WWE. Um, so is our truth. And so is Randy Orton. Yeah. What are, I, I say this and you're going to give me your answer regardless. And it's going to be a funny answer, but what is your true 
feeling reaction. I hope he breaks his ankle. To him being back in the WWE. <clears throat> I hope he breaks his ankle. Again? Yeah. So, we saw it in AEW. He's getting older, and he's not. Uh, I, I, I mean, he he wrestled what a match this year, two, maybe, maybe three. He did a couple tag teams for yeah. Collision, and then he did All Out, and then that's it. So, <clears throat> uh, so he hasn't he he hasn't been in the ring. In just say six months. Yeah, that one match doesn't really count, but Samojo carried him. And I don't think that he has quite shaken off the ring rust yet. No. And you know that they're going to put him in the main event spotlight. And let's see. Monday Night Raw, who's in the main event spotlight right now? You have main event Jay Uso. You have Sami Zayn. You have Cody Rhodes. You have Seth Rollins. You have essentially the entirety of the Judgment Day. Gunter. Gunter. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Ross, Ross stacked. All of these people are going to have to carry him. Honestly, you know what? First match back. First match back. Put him in there with Gunter. <laughs> He'd be worked so hard. And just... Sorry, Phyllis. You get to face the longest reigning intercontinental champion, champion in a non-title match just to... Lubricate your gears a little bit. And just let Gunter beat the ever-loving piss out of him. Agree. But then, you know, you don't stop there. Next week, put him in the ring with Priest. Week after that, put him in the ring with Sami Zayn. They had some good matches in ROH. They did, yeah. A week after that, put him in the ring... With Jey Uso. The week after that, put him in the ring with Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. Sir, you said his name. The week after that, (laughs) put him in the ring with Ivar. The week after that, put him in the ring with Otis. Actually, you know who he really should start out against? R-Truth. He should start out against Chad Gable. Oh, he... He is the new version of William Regal, where you wanted to get somebody a technical match. You want you want somebody that's going to stretch somebody? You put him in the ring with Chad Gable, and you let Gable lock that ankle lock in mm-hmm. and just go. Let him have a 25-minute match, start off the night, see how it goes. Not main event. I want start of the night, Chad it, Gable. Yeah, with him. no, dude, he, and he, he's going to, he'll blow up. Seven minutes in, he'll blow up. He doesn't have the stamina to go with the guys that are in the main event picture on Monday Night Raw. I don't know. I completely agree. I think literally 
I think they literally bought Punk just for the name. Well, it's so they could make money off merch. Oh, they already sold out of his merch. They announced it today that it is officially sold out. Gross. So, the entire city of Chicago is wearing CM Punk shirts. So they're pretty much wearing the Chicago flag. Going to be really funny when they go to Philly. Oh, Philly. (laughs) I hate that town so much. But I love the fact that they hate CM Punk there. Remember when they went back in AEW and uh-huh. how loud the boos oh, were? Oh, it was it was so good. I loved it. The boo the boo birds were out hard and they were proud. I would <clears> say <throat> this. Say what you want. But Phil Brooks back in WWE is not gonna be as beneficial as it should have been seven years ago. Right. And maybe he'll get ice cream bars this time. Wouldn't that be fun? So he can get fat. Whoa. Calm down with the tubbiness, sir. <laughs> I hope he gets hit by a truck. Wow. A big truck? Yeah. Small truck? Big truck. Tundra? Monster truck. Monster truck. Steve Austin monster Ooh, truck. Okay. Wait, will Steve Austin be there? He'll be driving the truck. Fantastic. Speaking of Steve Austin, I'm glad you bring him up. They're trying to dig him out of retirement again to appease CM Punk. So stupid. It's literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. They literally said today that they have been in talks with Steve to bring him out, prep him up, to face Punk. Why? 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 Because that's what Punk always wanted was a dream match against against Mr. Uh, Steve himself, and he never got it. And he always wanted it. Is he gonna? Is he gonna come out with a fucking walker? Punk? No, Steve. <laughs> He's in health still. He's in health. He's in something. Rehab? Here's my thing. I wouldn't want him to even face uh, Punk at all regardless. When he came back to wrestle at WrestleMania against Kevin. That wasn't even really a match. It was perfect though. That's all it needed. was just it. And that's all we needed to see is him facing somebody else and also getting to stun your favorite person, Pat McAfee. And he got to stun, uh, oh God, Austin Theory. And he stunned Vince McMahon. So we have uh, a TV in the bathroom at work. Giant one. Oh, I've seen it. And SportsCenter is usually on. Yep. And Pat McAfee show is part of SportsCenter. SportsCenter. From 11 to 2. Uh, I heard Pat McAfee say shit on ESPN. You can say that. They say that. They also say bitch, damn, and ass. But they can't say fuck. I just, I was just like, wow, ESPN, okay. Because they got all the rights to Pat, and Pat doesn't want to lose his audience because of that. 
Right. So they let him say whatever he wants. I just thought it was crazy that he... It, yeah, that... Anyway. Uh, I hope not. I really hope not. That you don't want to see we, Steve We back. don't need to see Steve. There are big enough stars that you currently have on the roster. That you're not using. That you're not using. It was really good to see Inda Sheer. Yeah. On, uh, on For Monday. A, a cup of coffee. That's it. Yeah. Dumb. It, it's very evident that the tag team division lacks. It's very evident that the U.S. title is now irrelevant again. But yeah, hey, let's sign CM Punk because he'll bring things relevancy again, right? Yeah. Why not? It's what it sounds like to me. It's dumb. Sounds like it to me. Dumb. I'm just saying. Um, that's the thing of where we're at. Because then that brings me to the question that I was going to bring up in the, first, in the last section. Um, are we seeing what we might see that Seth Rollins is the issue, not the other people? Can we take a break before we cover this? No. Okay, well, I'm going to go pee. <laughs> really quick. I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel about it. Right. Because I've had some time to think. Oh, God. I know, thinking's scary. I smelled something burning earlier. It's the toaster that runs my brain. So, here's my opinion on what it comes to Seth and his, quote-unquote, all the people he doesn't like, and they all are coming back. We all thought it was a coincidence that when Cody came back, we call him the backstabber. When backstabber came back, Seth was very opinionated that he did not like him. He had, and Cody has all these issues and it's never Seth's fault. So I thought that was interesting. It wasn't my fault. You're not holding a baby to punt it into the audience. Good old Gene Snitsky. And then you have another guy that comes back in CM Punk and realizing that he also despises this man and thinks it's all because of him and all these issues that are against it. So the, the question seems to be, is the problem Seth Rollins or is it the other people? I say you, sir, on the other chair. I... <clears throat> so, honestly, looking at it, it, it really feels like Seth is the problem. But... It's... Yeah. But if you look at it from a a macro perspective versus a micro perspective. Because yes, you could say, oh, it's it's Seth Rollins, he's the issue. He's got beef with Cody. He's got beef with CM Punk. He's got beef with Drew McIntyre. Yeah. And he had beef with Riddle. But if you look at the bigger picture. All right. Cody left. Cody did leave. Punk left. Co yeah, Punk did leave. McIntyre left. Well, McIntyre was fired. Well, but he left. He did leave, yes. Matt Riddle, piece of shit. Uh, but then got fired. So it, but if you if you look at it from this perspective, 
you see that Seth Rollins was there basically uh, carrying. Yeah, carrying the roster. And it, it just, and then he sees these guys coming back and, you know, getting, essentially getting the big push mm-hmm. that he never got while they were gone. Well, even like the whole thought when Seth got, had his injury to his knee and he had to come back, he didn't get those big, he didn't get a big push. No, after there, he was, came back. there was no big hurrah surprise. He's back. It was, Oh, Hey, by the way, Seth Rollins will be here next week. Yeah. And I I think I don't necessarily know that he's the problem. I feel as though there's probably some sour grapes there. Yeah, that they all get to leave and they get rewarded for the the stuff that he should have been rewarded for for staying. Yeah. It's kind of like the whole thing with uh with the Miz. The Miz has had a great career. Think about that. You know, he's had a, he's a two-time Grand Slam champion. Right. But he's been there for, what, 20 years now? Yeah, he's been there for a cup of coffee. Wouldn't you think you would have more title runs for bigger titles? You would think <clears throat> for all the time and effort that he does, he never, he never, like he said the other night, he never gets hurt. He's always at all the shows. Every show. He travels everywhere, does the signings, does the stuff, but never got the recognition that, you know, say, John ever got. Right. Saying all the things that they said that he has been there day in, day out. He never left for the Hollywood career. He's done Hollywood movies and never left and still was continuing wrestling. Yeah. He was doing all the stuff. Hell, he was doing, he was recording the stuff for the challenge on MTV, being the host of a show for this whole entire duration and still never missed wrestling time. Right. So, you know, yeah, I agree. There, Seth can have sour grapes because they're, you know, he was one of the longest standing members left in that locker room. And then, yes, all these guys are getting pushes and he's not. Now, Obviously, he has the title. He's playing hurt. So what's hard about it is that he's going to have to lose this title to a person he doesn't like. And I don't know if it'll be to a person that he doesn't like. I don't think so. I think it'd be I think it'd be awesome if he lost the belt to Sami Zayn. A uh, guy he respects. Yeah. Or, you know, Jey Uso, who he has come out and said, I respect you. Yeah. Now, yeah, it, he he show you know he loses the belt to Cody. Ugh. He's gonna be pissed. He loses the belt to Phyllis. <laughs> he, he might quit. I think he would. I think he'd go back to ROH in a heartbeat. But I don't know. It, it there's there's a lot of what ifs. There is a lot of what ifs. So, uh, with that being said, 
Uh, there's one other thing I want to shout before we go into the final break. Uh, congratulations are in order to Lexi Kaufman. Hey, congratulations on the baby. Yes. Very much congratulations. Everything and what we've seen on social media is that all is well. Baby is healthy. She's doing great. So we can't wait to see the, the pictures and how she's doing. And hopefully sooner, more sooner than later that she is ready to come back to wrestling and do what she's born to do. Yeah. Speaking of that, I, I saw a, a thingamabot thing to where <clears throat> there's a possibility that with Randy coming back, they may form a new legacy. With, that would be something. With him. Uh-huh. Cody. Uh-huh. Jay. Well, that would be a good version of legacy. Um, <clears throat> but then, you know, you would have to bring in a, a female to help you against the Judgment Day. Lexi? Who? Liv. Yeah, well, she's been hanging out with C.J. Perry everywhere she wants to go right now. So that's a weird combination. Uh, I don't, I don't think. Uh, I, honestly, earliest we might see Alexa Bliss SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yeah. With that being said, we're going to go on our last break. We'll be right back. And welcome back to the last portion of GQ Wrestling Podcast. We've uh, we've had our fair share of predicaments and things and what we think wrestling could be, should be, is, and where we're thinking the direction of each uh, organization is going and how they're doing. And right now, you know, if you're looking at the the metric on who's doing better right now in wrestling. WWE just hit a curveball over the fence, and they're killing it right now. Yeah. Where we thought it was dying, and there was no, there I was no. I didn't think that they. I didn't think it was dying, but they were they were falling back into the stagnant period that they hit like five years ago, and it was it, you could you could feel it. You knew it was there, and then AEW has been knocking it out of the park on stuff and doing things the right way. But then, after this TKO thing, uh, <clears throat> they they well, they lit a fire, and they're setting records, records. Record after record after record after record for live event after live event in every building that they go to. And it's it's crazy. But, it, it's yeah. crazy to think that in a matter, and I would say, it, it, when was the Endeavor deal? It was a couple months ago. Yeah, September, yeah. In three months. Think about that. In three months' time. They have regained the hurt talent that have been, you know, staple pushers. They have been increasing storylines that have made it more bearable to watch on a Monday night or on a Friday night. Yeah. They're knocking out the riffraff crap that's not, doesn't make any points whatsoever. 
and adding matches and times. They're doing things that were working when Vince was gone. Yep. And then AEW, you go back to AEW and you're noticing everyone is leaving. People are wanting out of their contracts. People are not liking the vision that they're going to because QT Marshall is going to be no longer with AEW as of the first of the year because he doesn't like the vision Tony Khan is constructing with where they're going, which honestly, we don't know what that could be. What he may think is out of his comfort zone and Tony wants to take it to the next level and QT is not there. Well, and I, <clears throat> I, I think it's it, it goes without saying. We have I, when was the last time we saw QT Marshall on television? Besides QTV, never. Right, and I think that might be part of it. Is he's not getting like the screen time yeah. that he was getting when Cody was there? Right, because Cody's a Cody's his buddy. Yeah. Nightmare Factory. All the Nightmare Factory members are experiencing lack of time. And what Tony sees is big talent, big acquisition, they get more time. Right. But what's hard... We just paid this guy $16 million to be here for three shows. And that's where we're at with, you know, like, like the women's division. The lack thereof women's division. Yeah. Where Brandy was doing a great job with the women's division. Yeah. Well, and even after, I mean, even after Brandy Rhodes kind of took a little bit of a back seat, Vicky Guerrero was still there. Right. And she was, <clears throat> uh, she essentially took over the women's division after Brandy left. Right. Or, you know, after she took time off after they had their kid. Right. Right. And Tony was like, okay, you know, we have this, essentially it was a competent figurehead out front in the women's division. Right. And I think that is something that they are lacking right now. Honestly, what I would really like to see, I think it would be kind of cool if they hired Gail Kim. Whoa. You hire Gail or hire Mickey James, which they won't because her husband is the SmackDown general manager. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I just thought of that as I said it. Yeah. Um, right. <clears throat> you hire someone who currently isn't working for any other wrestling company, but knows how to book matches in the women's division. Well, that's where I was saying that AEW, they just, what it, in my opinion, it seems like at this point that they're on the cusp of what could be big, but they have no identity on how to get to the next level. Right. And with them trying to mimic everything, the moves of the WWE and doing 12 pay-per-views a, a year by doing multiple shows and doing all these things and possibly moving to house shows again and doing house shows, not televised events. 
I think that's going to burn out the people at AEW because that's not what they were used to. They were used to what the indies felt like. And it's getting to a point where I want to believe in the future of AEW behind the animatronic Chuck E. Cheese man. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with AEW because I feel right, I honestly, I feel right now AEW is in a stagnant period. It is, very much so. Um, what needs to happen is they need to start, first of all, they need to start writing fucking story. <laughs> and getting storylines and and you know you don't not everybody has to have a storyline you don't have to give Jake Hager a story no but give the house of black a story yeah give uh, well, obviously, Tony Storm has a story right now. It's her own story. It's her life story. But you get, you know, bring back Britt Baker. She's there. And They're give, just not using her. Give her a story. You know, bring... There's... Let Kenny Omega write his own story. When he gets to write his own stuff. It works. Because, yeah. like, last year, all of his Wrestle Kingdom stuff was his own. And yeah. him talking with Will and doing all the things in Japanese and then speaking and then doing all the intros and everything. That's the epitome on how you establish a great person in your company that can <clears throat> teach the younger generation, hey, here's how we write promos. Here's how we do this. That's the one thing they don't have in AEW is that mentorship on how to do it. Well, and the other thing though, too, is you have to, your young talent has to be willing to go to your veteran talent right. and be like, Hey, I need help with this. Right. Or here's what I want to do for my quote unquote story. Can you give me any pointers or what do you think? Right. I mean, you have guys that you have guys that are in this company that have been in the professional wrestling slash sports entertainment entertainers field. Right. For years. Right. You have and it's and it's not even the guys that are on camera. No. You have Paul White backstage. Who, you, wait, who? you have Mark Henry backstage. You have Jerry Lynn and Dean Malenko backstage. Why? For the love <laughs> of sweet baby born in a manger Christ. <laughs> why aren't you... Why, why don't you have story? I understand. You wanna you wanna put on the best show possible, but guess what? Mm -hmm. The best show possible includes fucking story. It has to. It, it, it right now the only I literally can only think the only story that's out there that has not ended or kept on continuing in HR oh. way is MJF. MJF is the only one that has a story right now. 
Like Adam Cole and Sting, and but Sting's is going to end in a couple of months. But and it's it's still a story going right now. It, it is a story, but it's still going right now. Right. So as it is, you have Max, and his story is going to end in a second. Yeah. So then, at this point, I wouldn't even call Chris and <clears throat> Kenny a story. I count that as a blip. It is a something. Is that what you want to call it? Yeah, it's yeah. something. I don't. I I don't even know what it is. I don't either. Uh, with that being said, that's the that's the podcast. Uh, like we said, we always love this, and we continue to keep on doing this. And regardless on if anybody listens, it's a lot of fun to even do just because it's just fun to talk about wrestling. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, GQ underscore wrestling podcast. Again, GQ underscore wrestling podcast. You can follow us on X at GQ a wrestling podcast. It's all one word. GQ a wrestling podcast. No caps, no spaces, no underscores. Someone talk to me. I'm waiting patiently. <laughs> and I just, I want to talk to somebody about wrestling that I don't know. True. And I haven't been talking to you for 27 weeks. Very about true. Wrestling. Very true. Um, yeah. There are big things coming, apparently. I don't know. Yeah. We're going to get there. I think in the long run, we're going to make the switch and... Go to video and... Gonna make the switch and go to Twitch. Uh. I would love to go to Twitch. Make that money and do that thing. Who knows? I don't want to set my mind to a small little thing. I want to be able to live life and be big. Why not? <laughs> you are big. I am massive. Look at you. With that being said, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, we bid you adieu. Thank you. Good night. And bang. bang.